Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Adventures of the Saints, starring Vincent Price. The Saints, based on characters created by Leslie Charteris, and known to millions from books, magazines, and motion pictures. The Robin Hood of modern crime now comes to radio, starring Hollywood's brilliant and talented actor Vincent Price as The Saints. Welcome to the Bachelor's Fen. I beg your pardon? I said welcome to the Bachelor's Fen. Oh, well, I'm sure you'd make a very nice Bachelor's friend, but all I had in mind was a loaf of bread. <laughs> the name of his bakery is the Bachelor's Fen. It was Mr. Vanderpoor's idea. Well, with a name like that, I suppose he was fated to be whimsical. However, I... Oh. Uh, what is it about you? What's your name? Uh, Simon Templer, but is anything wrong? No, no. Well, that car that just stopped uh, outside. wrong, honestly. Here. Oh, what's that? Your cake. My cake, but I wanted a loaf of bread. Oh, well, you'll love that cake. It's just like the kind your mother used to bake. My mother used to bake terrible cakes. Battleships used them for anchors. Hello, Peggy. Uh, hello, Mr. Gray. Martin, say hello to Peggy. Sure, Mr. Gray. Hello, Peggy. Hello. Your customer is leaving, Peggy. Oh, yes. Yes, of course he is. Well, just leaving. a moment now. I might like it here. The customer is leaving, Martin. Uh, like you say, Mr. Gray, he's on his way right now. Well, I feel terribly self-conscious being talked about like <laughs> A revolver, Morton? A revolver. Loaded? Loaded. You're quite convinced I'm leaving? You heard what Mr. Gray said? I should hate to make a liar of Mr. Gray. You won't. And keep on living. I and I won't. I like living. And good night, everyone. Morton? Hey, yeah, Mr. Gray. He seems like a nice chap. He does? One of the finest. I think perhaps we owe him a ride. You needn't bother. I get cars there. See that he takes a cab, Morton. Give the driver his instructions. Have him take our friend here for a long drive to the ocean. Uh, yeah, Mr. Gray. It's a beautiful night. He'll enjoy his drive. Come on, Mr. Cummings. Uh, don't forget your kids. My kids? Oh, yes. Thank you, Peggy. Good night. Good night, sir. Uh, Mrs. Yes? I wouldn't toy with no Boy Scout ideas about... Doing a good deed, if I was you. Nature Lovers of America was my outfit. Just forget all about that blonde back in the store. Well, I'll try, but I can't promise she was so... Oh, you know what I mean, Morton. Yeah. And then you're a can. Hey, Becky. Oh, how convenient. Get in. Thank you. Hey, cowboy. Me? Yeah, you. My name happens to be Benny, not Cowboy. So it's Benny. The gent in the back seat is going for a long drive to the ocean. Like fish. Oh, shut up. A long drive, see? Him? Yeah, him. So he's going for a long drive. It's all right with you. You better be sure he don't change his mind and come right back here. Otherwise? Otherwise? There'll be one dead gent and also one dead jitney jockey. Me? 
Yeah, you. Now get out of here and fast. I've been gone an hour. Benny. No, 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 no. I don't know if I should talk to you. Uh, well, don't talk to me. Listen, we're not going for that drive. I heard what the fellow with the cannon said, but uh, what's more important, I heard what he said. We're going for a drive to the ocean. Uh, but, Peggy, the girl back at the baker, she's in danger. We've got to help her. I don't like girls. Horses I like better. Well, how would you like a broken arm? Right or left? Both. I wouldn't, but that log has got a gun. I'm closer to you than he is. Okay, we're going back. <laughs> And me, a married man. Hey, the joint stopped. Yes, and we've been gone only a few minutes. You better come with me. Sure. What have I got to lose? Whoop, my life. The store's dark, all right, and the door's locked. Now, you see, everybody went home. We ought to go home, too. Your home. My wife don't like you. There's something wrong. I can't see a thing in fact. Peggy, that was Peggy. She's got a nice voice, but I think she was off. Now, there may be another answer. That's all backfiring. The bread is backfiring. There are people inside. We've got to get in. Me? I think a nice long drive to the ocean would be nice. Hey, hey, hey. What are you dragging a handkerchief out for? Are you going to sneeze? No, I'm going to wrap it around my fist and mash the glass next door. It must be a log. And I've just sealed it now to reach in and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still dark here. The back room, perhaps, huh? The light shining along the floor over there. Yeah, that's it then. Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Look, before you open that door, you, you've been bulletproof, Blake? No. Joint's oh. empty. It's a small room. Window probably overlooks an alley. Yeah, the alley's empty too. You see, like I told you, everybody went bye-bye and it's... It's... What are you staring at? Behind his desk? Uh, Look for yourself, John. My name is Benny, and like I said, oh, one of the little playmates, the love. He got tired and lay down. Well, you haven't looked closely enough, Benny. He's lying down all right, but not because he's tired. He's dead. <laughs> So I phoned the cops like you said. They'll be very glad to drop in right away. Good. Find out anything? Morton's dead. The others must have ducked out the back window. Well, there's nothing more to be discovered here, therefore... Wait a minute, wait. Are you leaving? <laughs> I'm afraid I am. Yeah, but the cops are not going to be happy about it. Well, they don't like me anyway. My wife don't like me. That don't mean I can walk out on her. Uh, yes, but you see, you married your wife. I didn't marry the police. You got something there. <laughs> Good night. And give the police my life. Good night. Sure, I'll give it. Wait a minute. Run from home. Hello, Mr. Kemper. Wow. Of course, it may be an optical illusion. Hello, Simon. All optics should have such illusions. Hello, Peggy. I'm here. As I noticed. Should you be here in my apartment? Why not? The explanation could lead to trouble. Very warm, January, isn't it? Is it? 
So you won't for January. What brings you here? It's all my department. No etchings, though. Okay. Etchings? Uh, Peggy, how did you get in here? The janitor let me in. He did? Why? Now, I told him I was your sister. I've already told him I'm an only child. Then he's probably very confused, then. No, he's merely having low thoughts. <laughs> Matter of fact, I like to have his low thoughts, too. Oh, Except that I'm the high-minded type. Uh, what happened to your little friend? Mm, Mr. Dragon Morton, I don't know. Oh, they got into a terrible argument. And you detest arguments. Oh, so I went out the back end. Well, you shouldn't have. You missed something. I did? Definitely. What did I miss, then? The end of the argument. Morton lost. Oh? Mm-hmm, the hard way. He was shot. Oh, Not by me. He was shot dead. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Why? Did you shoot him? Of course not. But you see, Mr. Greg and Morton were fighting over me. Were they? You just sounded if you don't believe me. Now, didn't come with Oh, yes, I do. Why are you talking about something? Well, we mustn't forget that we're brother and sister. And the signs you might not be safe. Well, what is that? If Greg and Morton were fighting over you, then obviously both of them believe you were worth fighting over. And at the moment, Morton is dead. Isn't that frightening? It terrifies me. Are you a man or are you a man? Well, I like well, then suppose we forget the whole thing. I just made a mistake about you. Which reminds me, I made another mistake. Which one? That cake I gave you. It didn't belong to you. I didn't ask for it. I know, but I was a little confused. I want the cake, please. The cake? Oh, yes. the cake. Simon, are you falling? No. No, I'm trying to remember what happened to it. Simon, Simon you don't have the cake with you? Oh, you can search me, but I want you on the cake. Simon, what happened to that cake? Forgotten it in the cab. In the cab, Simon. What kind of a cab was it? Yeah, the cab was a meter. Oh, you. Mm. I'm going. The temperature's dropped badly. Goodbye, Peggy. I hope the janitor tells your wife about your sister, and I hope your wife knows you don't have a sister. Uh, I don't have a wife either. Oh, I hate you. Hello, oh. Peggy. Mister You're not leaving. Well, I. You're I'm... not. Come on, get back inside. Oh. Greg, you know, gentlemen. I take your pardon. You're pointing. Miss Revolver. Yes, I am. Is that the one with uh, which you shot Morton? As it happens, I didn't. What Peggy doing in your apartment? Oh, nothing important. You see, she's my sister. Who are you? And her brother. Peggy? His name's Simon Temple. Temple? Temple? Oh, not really. It's only that my etchings are at the cleaner. Sit and... down. Yes, yeah, thank you, but I... Sit down. Let it be The uh, couch? The couch. All right. But you won't mind if I remove the cushion. I hate cushions. <laughs> Therefore, have one on me. I'm so sorry the cushion hit you in the face. Perhaps I can do even better with this. Ooh. Ooh. My hand hurts. Simon, what a beautiful right to the jaw. <laughs> Thank you. I don't like to do it very often. It's so hard on the hand, but... Uh... Well, I'd better get his gun. I had this lamp all picked out to hit him with, Simon, so thanks for bending over. <laughs> John Hopkins. Oh, ringing, a ringing, ringing, oh, ringing, stop it, stop it, stop it. Already got a ringing in my head, both my head. Oh, I know, ring. Nobody was answering, because nobody was answering. Neither of my heads were answering, that's true, but why did you come here in the first place? 
Uh, and the other. I wondered how long it would be before you identified yourself. Mr. Temper, you know me. I'm not in my present condition. Your Lord is telling me how you're an only child. And well, you started wondering about my sister. Yeah. I beg your pardon? Yeah. Well, I suppose that's true, too, but uh, she's gone. Who? My sister. Never mind, Peggy. It's so. It's so. Oh. It's still bad. It's not so bad. No? Maybe. Perhaps she'd better run along and... Uh, the next time she shows up, I'll introduce That you. is not why I am coming here. Oh, pardon my digression. Uh, but why are you coming here? Why are you making bang bang from this apartment? Bang? Bang? You mean that... Like people are shooting oh, Silly. Lots of people waiting. Lots of other people on the jaw and on the head and so on. But you are holding in your hand. Oh, yes, yes. I just got around to noticing it. A revolver. A revolver makes bang bang. True. <laughs> well, perhaps we'd better get into the living room and... Oh, that, that's 20 carats. Uh, Peggy was on me. I am smelling it's something else. Yeah, gunpowder. Meaning someone's recently fired a gun here. Oh, good Lord. Yeah? yeah. It's great on the rug. He is why in here, bang, bang. How true. Two bullets in his chest. He's dead. You shoot him? Oh, thanks for the question mark at the end of that. No, I, I didn't. I was knocked out. Greg was shot, and then the revolver was put in my hand. Uh, eventually, I suppose the police were supposed to arrive, find Greg dead, the murder weapon crawling with my fingerprints, and he... It's bad, yeah? It's not good, yeah. It's disturbing. But you do not. I don't know. Except, of course. Peggy wanted to know who the cab driver was. What cab driver? The one who took the cake. Mr. Templer, I, I oh, don't... the police. I had better not bother them. Huh. What are you going to do? I'll find a murderer for them before they decide they found one in me. Well, here you are, Red Devil Care Company. That's what you wanted, huh? That's what I wanted. Here you are. <laughs> Um, uh, don't buy any yachts. Oh, why should I? I already got one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what can I do for you? Are you in charge here of the garage and cab, please? Oh, you could say that. Is that what you're looking for? Well, actually, I'm looking for Benny, one of your cab drivers. Benny what? Just Benny. Uh, oh, him? <laughs> hey, get out of here, mister. Oh, I'm not joking. The license plate number of the cab he was driving was X4376. No gag? No gag. Hold on a second, I'll check. Oh, thank you. X-43-43. Yeah, yeah, Benny Scott. Uh, is he in the garage now? No. Oh, he's out of his cab. Uh, did you in, too? Yeah, tour's over. Uh, then, uh, then he's overdue. Oh, you can't say that. He might have got a fare out to the suburbs or something. Or someplace. Would you mind if I waited for him? What's he done? Well, it's not what he's done that's important. It's what may be done to him. <laughs> than an hour. Yeah, Benny isn't usually this late before. Excuse you. Red Devil, Devil Cab Company, Gordon speaking. What? One of our cabs is parked in front of your driveway. Oh, lady, you just tell the driver to... Huh? No driver in it? Lady, that's impossible. All right, so you live in Ocean Drive, haven't you? I know it's a very nice neighborhood, so maybe number 536 is unusual nice, but... Lady, our drivers don't leave their cabs in front of driveways. It's a company rule. Good night. But how do you like that? Hey, maybe, maybe. Benny, Benny, yeah, I've already thought of that. 536 Ocean Drive Avenue. Well, I'll go right out there. But... Oh, Grogan, could you tell me why I might be able to get a cab? Oh.
500 block, and... Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, stop now. Uh, Denny's cab is here. Yeah, it looks empty. Hey, uh, driver, hang around for a while, will you? Yeah, okay, mister. Right, There's no one oh. Oh, in the back of the cab. Hey, Denny. No, I... Well, what is? I didn't touch a drop. Furthermore, I never drink, and besides... You... Uh, you ain't my wife? No. Then who hit me in the head? A friend of yours, perhaps. Oh, no, my friends don't go out hit me in the head. You know, it's too soft. It's... Wait a minute. Where's the blonde? Well, I don't have her on me. I'm beginning to remember now. She hailed a cab, got in, and then she started asking me about some cake. Dear Peggy. Told me to pull over to the curb. She kept talking about cake, and then she hit me in the head. And I don't even like cake. <laughs> Templar, I don't get it. No, but Peggy did. Huh? I meant the cake. What's with the cake? Me, I'm strictly the rye bread type. And Peggy, remembering her figure... Oh, let us remember this for a while, huh? Strictly a rye crisp type. Therefore, oh, you're home. She didn't want the cake to eat. Why not? Because you can't have your cake and eat it. Is that supposed to mean something? <laughs> not to you. Here, Benny. And don't buy... Thanks, it. I already got a yacht. How did you know what I was going... I listened to the radio, too. Good evening, Mr. Templer. Oh, well, do you spend much of your time lurking in vestibules? Loads. I'm crazy about vestibules. Well, that's nice. I'll leave you to this one. Just a moment. That's not my elbow in your ribs. But I don't tell me. Let me guess. It's your tibia maximum? It's a revolver. It makes a loud noise and it fires bullets. Oh? You wouldn't be happy if I shot you. Neither would I. Well, why not take the gun out of my ribs and make us both delirious with joy? I shall. As soon as I have my cake. Your cake? I am Hector Vanderpool. Hector Oh, the owner of the bachelor's friend bakery. How cunning of you to remember. Well, I don't have your face. You might be fitting. I never said it's not Chris. <laughs> Neither is murder. But I shall murder you unless... In your apartment, if you please. Well, of course. Here's the foyer and the living room. See? There's no one here. Where are they? Who? We're being very naive, aren't we? The diamonds, my friend. The diamonds? The lovely white diamonds dear Peggy gave you. Dear Peggy must have forgotten. Oh, no. She gave you the cake. Oh, she did? The diamonds, oh, I'm pretending you don't know, were in that cake. But why? Do diamonds make a cake taste better? Where are they? <laughs> You're rapidly losing your window, you know. Why are you so interested? I arranged their theft, my good man, at great inconvenience to myself and with considerable effort. I don't intend to give them up. Well, how did they get into that cake? Peggy. It would appear she decided to double-cross me. Therefore, she hid the diamonds in the cake and slipped the cake to you right under Dregs and Morton's nose. Uh, they each had a nose to themselves. I find I'm tiring of wit and beginning not to be amused. No amusing. Therefore, you will either hand over the diamonds at once or... Or else? Die. But I... Uh, get over to the side, Templar, near the window. Well, I've already seen the... Get over. Well, well that gets you out of the way. Now, then. Uh, you're heading for my bedroom. No, only the door. Oh, dear Peggy. Well, I, I was only... She was oh. only being assisted to me. Sorry, I came back to visit him. I'm afraid I don't... You're here because you're obviously working with Templar. So that's nice work if I can get it, but... Greg and Morton are both dead. I shall miss them, Peggy. Well, I had nothing to do I with... I shall miss them, but I won't miss you. Where are the diamonds? I don't know. I... You have perhaps a few seconds left of life. All right, I'll give them to you. 
They're, they're here in my bag. Get your hand out of that bag. But the diamonds are I here. I told Opportunity knocks, Toilet Robin. But what? Which takes care of Mr. Sanderson. Hey, Cluttered with bodies. I say Peggy's nicer, but uh, flesh wound. I think everybody's going to lose for a while. Oh, oh. coming to Vanderpool. Efforts to revolve yes, and then a helping hand, and you're on your feet again. You, you. I probably am, and I certainly did. However, I have begun. You, you're going to kill me, aren't you? Why should I? Because then you and Peggy can keep the down. You forget the costume, don't you, Mister Gregg and Morton? The police are going to want a murderer for that. Well, Peggy killed them, so... You forget I'm doing a brother to Peggy. Look, look, look will you please, please get it over with? Now, no, don't rush me. You, Greg, and Morton were jewel thieves. The bakery says is a front. The diamonds in the cake were supposed to be Greg and Morton's share, right? Yes, yes, but the... Greg and Morton are both dead. If you had the jewels, they'd all be yours now, wouldn't they? Yes, if I had the jewels... Peggy but... wasn't supposed to know anything about them. That's why you baked them into that cake. Yes, we... Oh, no, all that. No, up until this moment, I didn't know that the jewels had been baked in the case. Therefore, I, I shall not kill you. Well, what? It's because you see, the police are going to take care of that. Because Vanderpoor showed up at this apartment. Oh, now, how did you know about it? Greg and Morton had followed you from the bakery. You knew about it because I told you my name. Yes. <laughs> but Vanderpoor had no way of knowing unless secretly he was at the bakery at the time of Morton's death and here when Greg was killed. Oh, and his motive was to keep all the jewels to himself. True. You know, I'm hungry. Would you mind getting that cake now? But, uh, well, where'd you hide it? In the bread box in the kitchen? Yes. Thank you, I... my love. You know, you may be under the impression that you're a Huh? Vanderpoor knew, if you remember, that the jewels went in your bag before you opened it. Uh, How? Simple. He knew you didn't have the jewels. How did he know that? Simple again. He hadn't put the jewels in the cake at all. What? His double cross had started before your attempted hijacking. <laughs> so there are no jewels in the apartment, Peggy. I guess I'm not a good cook, after all. <laughs> okay, I'll get the cake and we can eat it. Hmm. The important question now being, is the cake any good? And now, here is our star, Vincent Price. Ladies and gentlemen... Our friend Peggy might have done better had she chosen her friends more carefully. As a matter of fact, she might have chosen her cake more carefully, too, had she heeded the words of Margaret E. Sangster, who said, Oh, cakes and friends we should choose with care. Not always the finest cake that's there is the best to eat, and the plainest friend is sometimes the finest one in the end. 
This is Vincent Price inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another exciting adventure of the same. Good night. Peter Lee, Dan O'Herlihy, Larry Dobson, and Ted Bonnell. The music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. The Saints, based on characters created by Leslie Charteris, is a James L. Sapier production and is directed by Thomas A. McAvity. Vincent Price is soon to be seen in Robert Lippert's production of The Baron of Arizona. All you Saints fans will be glad to know that the Saints comic books are on sale at all newsstands. Your announcer, Meryl Rod. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.